You're listening to Box Office Bros. Starring Corey Osborne. It's a party every week, baby. Embarrass me in front of Corey. How many of these guys are named Corey? And Chance Oliver. Are you prepared to take that chance? I think you ought to know what our chances are. You had your chance and you blew it. Let's start the show. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Hold on to your butts. Showtime, a-holes. Hello, hello, hello there. This is Corey Osborne from the Box Office Bros Podcast. But if you are listening to this you obviously don't know that because you know uh recording schedule and uh posting schedule aside hello there how are y'all doing hi uh hi and we have we have chance up in the house right now hey there hi guys i mean you better yeah you better i'm a man you better not you better not talk like that the entire time no. Or else we're gonna be getting a new. Uh, I'm gonna be getting a new fellow co-host then. Oh, well, yeah, we're gonna get out applications here. I'll get a lozenge. It'll be fine. <laughs> Nothing to worry about here. How, how's life been for you the past couple of weeks, Chance? Oh, pretty good. Been That's good. Just into apartment life. Nice. Then... Ooh, yes, guys. Uh, personal note of uh, Chance's life. He's he's uh, flew out of the nest. Mm-hmm. He is uh, living on his, well, not quite his own. He's living with friend of the show, Owen Godberson. Yeah, I, I have a roommate and, mm-hmm. you know, a bedroom yes. and everything. Wow. I also don't live with my mom anymore. So, Ooh, you know, So, cool you know, stuff. ladies, you don't have to hang out in uh, Chance's mom's living room anymore. Although I'm sure Lisa <laughs> would love to have you, I'm sure. <laughs> she would know that, no, her son is not going to die alone. <laughs> the lineage might continue anyway um also um the morning show guy uh announced like he's putting his two weeks in like the very first day of the college world series oh shoot that's crazy so it's like all right college world series done now now i have to fill in for the early shift so if i fall asleep mid-sentence you'll know why you know and the thing is is just for shits and gigs i'm not gonna wake you up i'm just gonna keep on talking and i'm gonna just like and i'm just gonna like at times i'm gonna be like this is what chance would say (laughs) you know like i wake up it's like is it over and you already edited it and posted it exactly exactly and uh yeah so i'm glad stuff's going well for you man i'm glad i'm glad you're Flying out of that nest, having a good old time, mm-hmm. um, and all that kind of jazz. So yeah, should really go to bed earlier. No, me too, man. Me too, man. I'm I'm a fiend about that. I like because thing is, is my issue is that I'm enjoying my time in bed. You know, doing my thing, hanging mm-hmm. out, being in bed. You know, mm-hmm. having a good time. Yeah. And then I'm like, fudge. Yeah. I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. And then I'm like, but I need it watch as much one piece as i can before i need to go to work or do this or do that um so are you past where the dub is um no not quite yet i'm still at whole cake island but i'm at the beginning of whole cake Island, like beginning ish of whole cake island because right now luffy is fighting the one of the sons of uh big mom who curry um or the other one the one with the sword oh that's not katakuri um, he's the he's the one on that first island where they get all the hallucinations. Or they're not hallucinations. They're like the creepy um, wood or the creepy trees and uh, oh, plants. Oh, the ones that, with the soul magic. Absolutely terrifying. Absolutely mind-meltingly terrifying. But I'm all for it. Because for some weird reason, One Piece uh, or Oda 
proceeds to just um we need to have a one piece episode i don't care if nobody's yeah, gonna should. watch it but we need to have a one piece episode um because oda is crazy because he will do it he will like be like hey let me introduce this thing mm-hmm. because it works because yeah. that's how it is in our world and i'm mm-hmm. like okay All right. i guess we're accepting this and it's just fantastic and i, I and he's awesome but and then but you I'll, forget about it for 600 chapters until yes. he brings it back a hundred percent and then you know with all that um down and out um yeah we're gonna have a great show for you today we're gonna be talking about top gun finally um hooray shout out to um friend of the show um andrew uh professor andrew stem very nice guy very nice guy he requested that we talk about it so (laughs) um i'll make sure to let him know that we are talking about it before i post so he tunes in and whatnot um but yeah, he better be listening yeah, he better you better be listening right now or else i'm gonna like i'm gonna get my i'm gonna get my butt back into uno and uh <laughs> i'm gonna go to his adjunct office and throw yeah. some stuff around yeah it's like yeah or no i'm gonna go right into that media writing class you're gonna be like who the heck is this just guy sit down and then i'm gonna be like i've done my time i'm just gonna glare at you right now professor you see that just become a straight <laughs> menace just start just start hitting on literally everyone. It's like, hey, man, that's a nice binder. Three ring. Wow. <laughs> you can only you can fit a lot of loose leaf paper in that one. Mm-hmm. Make sure you don't tear it too hard out of the binder, or else it'll rip the the binder holes. Oh goodness, you have you have graph paper in there too. Wow, what are you? Oh, well, my goodness, why are you in a media class? We don't know how to do math. Wide wide ruled, huh? I see you like the classics. <laughs> okay, regardless, we need to get on topic. Okay, stay on target. <laughs> stay on target. Stay on target. Um, basically, we have Top Gun. We're gonna be talking about the new Top Gun movie, Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Um, you know, absolutely destroyed the box office. Tom Cruise's best grossed film. And there's a hell of a lot of reasons why. I can't believe he's never had a um, film hit a billion before. Gosh, it's crazy. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Obi-Wan. And then we're going to be talking about a little independent show that I barely any of y'all watched called Stranger Things. We're going to be mm-hmm. talking, um, getting into Stranger Things real deep. Apparently, Chance has some really hardcore takes well, about Stranger Things as well. So I wouldn't say it's a hardcore take. I would <laughs> just say it's a... What are you going to say? Like, Barb deserved to die or something, you little shithead? No, no, no. Barb did not, Barb did not deserve anything. Barb was just trying to hang out and got, you know, I don't... Completely narked by that dang dare Demogorgon. I don't know. Like, she didn't get cucked by Nancy because Steve was getting the, you know, so... Meanwhile, Jonathan was just taking pictures of everything. Season one of Stranger Things is weird mm-hmm. when you think about it. <laughs> a little too hard. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give a spoiler alert. I actually really liked Jonathan in season four. I did too. I really did like Jonathan in season four as well. I, I've liked him the past couple of seasons. I wish they gave him more to do yeah, in season I, four. But this is the most I've liked Jonathan. Mm-hmm. But we'll but, get into that later. Okay, let's get into that later. But let's go right into Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chance, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, so, well, first off, I think maybe I whispered it to you when uh, uh, we were in the theater, but I was just like, if Danger Zone isn't in this movie at least once, I'm going to be so pissed. And literally, <laughs> it's just a U.S. military fuck yeah, <laughs> the first scene with 
Danger Zone playing. It's just it's like literally this montage cut together, real nice advertisement for the U.S. Navy with like Danger Zone playing. I was just like, highway, and then like, like they're doing the, like little little point to the pilots, and they're just like flying off off the aircraft carrier. And I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied. You know, it's very nice. I thought the honestly, this is like pretty good as far as like a because like a lot of people i'm not sure if this is like a quote-unquote legacy sequel because like the movies i guess the movie's like 30 years old at this point uh they're just like first of all tom cruise looking the way he does 30 years later is just incredible i don't know what that scientology blood magic is but it's pretty effective uh i think the movie is very in line with the original Top Gun, although I yes. think it's a little more self-aware of it, what it was doing this time around when it came to certain scenes, like like with the uh, all the young pilots that uh, uh, are in the movie, they're just like, just like, oh yeah, like they like some of their dialogue is mm. very like it's al- it was almost cliche by design in my opinion. <laughs> Just like, oh, well, look who the cat dragged in. Or like, oh, yeah, I'm the best. All of you suck, you know, that sort of thing. Like, I don't know. It was, like, strangely enjoyable because I usually don't like that kind of stuff. Um, I really enjoyed um, – I think they – I could have – I honestly thought they could have gone deeper with, like uh, – because basically, if you don't know, Miles Teller is Rooster, and he plays – he is the son of Goose in mm-hmm. the original Top Gun. Uh, spoiler alert, Goose dies in the original Top Gun. Yeah, unfortunately. Kind of brutally. And yes. um, and you kind of thought like, oh, they're going to be like, you know, you killed my dad, that sort of thing. But like, mm-hmm. no, it's actually a different thing where like Maverick pulled his papers at the, the Naval Academy mm-hmm. and just kind of set his career back because like he didn't want him because he was worried about him. Mm-hmm. And his mom, and his mom didn't want him to do. Um, so Meg Ryan didn't want her son to do anything. No, in the military, in the military. or anything like that because of what happened to um, her husband and everything. And so Tom Cruise basically took the full brunt of the blame because mm. he didn't want him to have a reason to have disdain towards, towards, his, towards pan- his mom. Towards his mom, he would have much rather had it been parent, with yeah. him, which is you know really good. Like it's really good storytelling. Yeah, it's very and self-sacrificial. It's, yeah, and it's like really, um, like it definitely exemplified kind of. It really seemed like a. I can't talk apparently. Um, it really was just like the fine, like the next step in mm-hmm. the story and everything there for you. So it makes sense. Like if you watch the first Top Gun, then you watch the next Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. Um, all that kind of stuff makes sense. Watch Top Gun, the first one, very recently, by the way, which is funny um, <laughs> because I, I hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everything really does just make sense and all yeah, that kind like, of stuff with uh, it. I'd say the action in this movie is very good. The action in the movie is really what makes the movie in itself, yeah. in my opinion. I think the aerial sequences are really, really cool. And I think that just like the dog fighting mm-hmm. and the way like this is this stuff, like if um if um Patty Jenkins is actually gonna make 
her um, Rogue Squadron movie, she needs to take some notes from this because like the action with the cockpits and everything like that and how it was very obvious that they were actually physically in there um, doing all that stuff. I think, I don't know how you translate that to something like Star Wars, but please do. Um, Like, do you also fly around in a plane but like you um have to like superimpose all the x-wing dials mm-hmm. and the space behind it oh uh, for sure I, I guess oh but i guess the thing is you have more freedom in space because they're doing cgi all around mm-hmm. it so you can do extra stuff but at the same time you know the folks over at ilm will definitely not disappoint in those areas i i, I have full faith in them because they did the um final sequence of rogue one which is probably one of the mm-hmm. best space battles ever out of star wars and everything yes but with all that said star wars aside gosh this movie is just a whole lot of fun like i like the characters um i really enjoyed how um they kind of had this pulpy nature to them Mm -hmm. they were just they jibbed and they jabbed they definitely thought that they were in the um Mm -hmm. 90s and 80s yeah like they definitely definitely seemed very out of time for where it's supposed to take place but i don't care um it was really good and i really enjoyed what it was um only thing that is a little weird was like jennifer Connolly's character Mm -hmm. because she's just there she just shows up and you know tom cruise has been with her a whole a a long long time and Mm -hmm. you know her kids there and it's like hey don't hurt her and all Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff and it was just it felt so tacked on like her entire thing felt so tacked on and you know she also she's also a driver and she happens to you know own a bar that's on the beach mm-hmm. where all the military bra- uh, um, guys go and everything like that and they all go there since they were kids um mm-hmm. but one thing like so that's that's a little bit eh. like I, I wasn't really all that sold on her character but one thing that i think is hilarious about this movie mm-hmm. is that everybody has sexual tension with each other oh my god it is the funniest thing it's like every character like you could uh, like the uh, you this is the probably the only time you're ever going to hear this from me because i hate shipping everybody should just die alone anyways <laughs> um <laughs> but with that said um you could ship you could probably come up with a ship for every single character in this movie you could you could even come up with a maverick an iceman ship um ship uh, r.i.p iceman by the way uh spoilers i'm sorry Oopsie. i'm spoiling it's okay. It's it's okay. Glad Val Kilmer's doing better though. I'm glad he's doing a little better too, because there is that whole um, uh, intro mm-hmm. that at Alamo where he was actually like talking. Yeah, he was like talking. He was like talking. It's actually really funny. Yeah, Val Val Kilmer is hilarious though. Mm-hmm. He has a really great charisma, and it's so sad that his health just mm-hmm. isn't the best all the time. Because yeah. I would love to see him in more things. He's yeah. fantastic. Like, I think a lot of people just like, oh, Val Kilmer, he was Doc Holliday in Tombstone, and mm-hmm. they don't know anything else about him. Like, this man is a career, you know. Um, um, have you ever seen, have you seen Val yet? No. I really want to see Val. It's really good. Have you heard of it? No. Val is, so, throughout the entirety of his career and his young, and his younger times and everything like that, mm-hmm. he would just take videos and just goof around. 
and really? like he has videos of all these people he's ever worked with having just a great time hanging out and then somebody made a documentary about him with all that video footage oh, wow. apparently it's just an absolutely incredible marvel of a documentary and i really want to check so, it like, out So like he was just rocking around with a camcorder back yeah. in the day back then oh, he cool. was just he just wanted to capture moments with his actor friends he wanted to capture moments on the movie sets that he was on all this different kind of stuff oh. and he's and you just saw his personality too which just makes you really sad because he's just a really funny goofy mm-hmm. charismatic guy and yeah like yeah because uh like like uh, pivoting pivoting back to what you said about the sexual tension i'm like yeah all of these people were definitely uh definitely joined the service well don't ask don't tell was <laughs> the chance they're not asking and they're not telling <laughs> Day, they were getting into the danger zone, if it will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cancel me if you want. That was funny. Fuck all of you. <laughs> but, um, God. yeah, because it's just like, it's like, yeah, much chew gum really thoroughly. It's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to chew gum uh, and then, you know, fly this plane. Or mm-hmm. I'm also going to play football. What would have been funny is if they're like, "Yeah, let's do it, skins and skins." And you couldn't oh even you God. couldn't even tell who was what. <laughs> I think the funniest part of that because like in the first Top Gun, that volleyball scene, mm-hmm. unironic. Yeah, this one felt ironic. Oh, this one felt very ironic because they had they had for Miles Teller all oiled up, mm-hmm. dancing like a <laughs> dancing like a weirdo, all mm. this kind of stuff. You know what's funny though. Um, they did that scene, and then a week later, somebody, this behind-the-scenes stuff, a week later, um, one of the people on set or one of the like producers called Miles and was like, hey, Miles, about the football scene, um, we have to reshoot it. And he's like, damn it, because he like literally like ate a shit ton of food and like <laughs> was like in his normal diet mm-hmm. of not eating like a single turnip every day mm-hmm. and so he had to like get back into shape just to do that like, scene again no. <laughs> and i'm like that sounds damn it absolutely awful miles teller seems like a cool guy and apparently he's in talks with um tom right now to do a top gun three so oh wow they're it, i'd watch it they would be um foolish not to make a top gun three yeah. at this point though I, f- I feel like when uh miles got that call he was just like in the middle of like eating like a lasagna or something mm-hmm. and he just like threw it in the trash as soon yeah. as the guy got like damn it he's eating like a lasagna three donuts mm-hmm. and just like a plate of wings like i love you triple layered lasagna ah uh, yes oh no. nothing will make you not nothing nothing right now not even a phone call from the producer mm-hmm. so will we'll take me away from this lasagna boy i sure ate a lot during that rap party good thing it's over <laughs> <laughs> but um, top gun's a ton of fun i really is. like i really um loved kind of how it felt like it almost felt like a fantastical star wars film or something yeah and the way that like um the way that the shots were done and everything like mm-hmm. that and i really liked it a lot yeah like i love the Cause like when I thought the movie was over, cause like, or, or should we spoil it at all? Or yeah, I, I kind of spoiled it. So let's go into spoilers. Okay, so like when the so basically, um, at the end they like they they complete their mission and then Maverick Tom Cruise gets shot down, mm-hmm. 
and like he's in danger and then rooster comes to save him and i thought you know okay you know no big deal they're just in the woods they can walk back to the coast or something and then there's like nope they're just running 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 and then oh my god they get in the f-14 from i think it was the f-14 um from the original top gun so they're flying it around and like doing this dog fight and stuff and it was like so fun and like i don't know i just i thought it was really cool mm-hmm. um that like you know they were together they were, they were working together because like it was just like uh i feel like i'm saying like too much anyway it's like roosters um yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking switches in here yeah. like that sort of thing yeah and also I want to say about like the the uh, maneuver they did in the film, like the two miracles. Yeah. Basically, so I was doing some camera work for UNO for mm-hmm. consider this. Oh, consider that. Uh huh. Consider what? And they consider had. Who? <laughs> Sorry, I'm dumb. <laughs> you and your adverbs. That I don't know. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, they had. You know, our our cool, very awesome, should definitely get rid of my uh, my student loan uh, debt, uh, Ted Carter, our university president. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, old Ted was a Top Gun pilot back in the day. Whoa, that's like, crazy. He was in, like, he was one of the, very, I think, very, some of the first classes of Top Gun. Nice. And, like, he met Tom Cruise during the original Top Gun. Oh, wow. And I'm going to be vague here because, like, he said a lot of this when the, after the cameras were done recording. Uh-huh. But basically, uh, the two miracles thing is something he did. Oh, wow. Like, it was, so it wasn't, like, because they were, very, you know, because uh, they were very vague about this in Top Gun. It's like, oh, you know, a n- like a non-EU state is causing problems, so they have mm-hmm. to do it. But basically, I think this was during Iraqi freedom or something. Okay. And so basically, old Ted and other pilot were, you know. We're not going to get, like, sued by the government for this, right? I think it's unclassified. It's unclassified. Okay, Maybe. so someone not who isn't Ted. God, uh, chance. <laughs> basically, well, I mean, he said it was the same in the movie. That's true. Basically, okay. it was a... <laughs> It was a, it was an Iraq, it was, a, it was the Iraqi command. And, uh, he, I think he shot the second miracle. So like the first one just fucking levels, like takes the, like all the dirt and the roof off of the thing. And then the second missile just blows the rest of it up. So you got that right. You got that here, right? Uh, Top Gun, <laughs> Top Gun two based off of a true story, completely true. But yeah, uh, based off a maneuver that. Um, our fucking university president did. So, you know, wow. you ever feel like messing with our university president? Don't. He also played hockey at Navy at the yeah. Naval Academy. Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. And he told us another one that I think is not classified either, but I'll just leave it. Yeah, there. We, we can leave the classified stuff. I don't really want, I don't, I don't know. I don't want the federal government just knocking on my door. They'll never know. That's true. They, you know, if one of you is a snitch. I'll find out about it. That's true. The only people who could really snitch right now are Thor or Loki. They'll never. They, the, Loki, Loki, Loki would never tell. Thor, I don't know. He's giving me kind of a face right now. He has a mouth, but he cannot scream. Because <laughs> you can't talk. 
<laughs> well, bites me. anything else that you have to say about Top Gun besides it's um, really good? I liked it. I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought you could have gotten like a little more interesting dialogue from some of the, you know, like there's Hangman, the guy who's like a douche but helps save the day in the mm-hmm. end. Um, you got Coyote, you got Halo. I don't know. I guess there's a lot of characters that you couldn't really get everything to everyone. But I enjoyed it. Like I think one. I think my favorite scene in the movie, though, mm-hmm. is because I like it when children uh, get owned. Mm-hmm. And you know, not to say that these uh, you know fictional decorated pilots aren't children, mm. but just the fact that uh, actually I have two scenes I really mm. like. I'm sorry, but no, you're fine. So I guess the first one is actually the opening scene of the movie where mm-hmm. Maverick is like a test pilot now, mm-hmm. and it's like. They were supposed to get to Mach 9, but their funding was getting cut. So he got to Mach 9, and then he got to Mach 10. It's like, oh, my God, you did it. You saved the program for, like, a couple more months. And then he's just like, yeah, I did it. But what if I went faster? <laughs> and then he fucking crashes the plane. Like, oh, going Mach 10, he had to be, like, across the country at that point. Exactly. Um, I, I thought that was really cool just because, like, I don't know. That space plane looks really cool. You know, I say I don't like military propaganda like the transformers movies are mm-hmm. i'm just like damn that's some military propaganda and i like it i'm like that's some cool looking like look at that mm-hmm. look at the military industrial complex that we have like, right in front of me i here. saw a t- i saw a tiktok or maybe i sent it to you mm-hmm. but it's just like me before top gun maverick <laughs> um uh yes the industrial military complex is bad and i don't like it and we need to stop funding it and bring everyone home me after top gun maverick we need fifth generation <laughs> fighters to compete with our enemies overseas <laughs> um uh, yeah. so i'm like yeah i kind of i kind of do want some fifth gen fighters and then the other one was when they're like training in the desert or at the uh at the Top Gun place, it actually has an official name, but um, basically he's schooling all these like decorated pilots. Mm-hmm. He's just like, "Okay, kids, today's lesson: shoot me down." And that's such a cool scene. Oh, it's so such a great, great sequence because like, you just like, see them fail in every which mm-hmm, way, yeah. and he's so cocky for a reason because he's the best. Yeah, he's like, but he's, it's great. He's like literally the. It's like if. Tony Hawk was in his prime mm-hmm. and then like a bunch of X games gurus just like you're finished old man. We are the future. Mm-hmm. And then Tony just like, Oh yeah, I'll just invent a new move. That <laughs> yeah. none of the, no one's ever been able to do before. And the, yeah, it was so fun. He's just like, ah, you're dead. Uh, it's like, Oh, that's a kill. Oh, that's a kill. And like every time they would lose, they had to do push ups. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, push ups. So dang good, and uh, I know it's I, it was so fun. No, because that was a great, that was a really great sequence. It was probably my favorite as well. But the cool part about all of that is you got to see the growth in Miles Teller's rooster as well, mm-hmm. because he's not this perfect pilot. Um, he has a lot mm-hmm. of blind spots, and he has blind spots that, quite frankly, make Maverick not too, um, you know like thrilled about him being in the mission and everything like that. But I love how the story is truly about a father figure and a son figure 
getting above adversity and getting above those hangups that they have to work together mm-hmm. and do something, get some, make something out of it because um, Rooster's still ca- so cautious, especially mm-hmm. after everything that happened with yeah, his Rooster, father. Rooster and he wants slow. to make sure that everybody gets home. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you have to have some sort of element of risk and urgency when you're doing what you're right. doing. And um, he learned that. And I just yeah. thought that was really cool. Also, like I, I don't, I hate that we bring up star Wars all the time, but it's uh, like the the scene like, I was like oh yeah connected. this is kind of like a like an IRL trench uh, trench run it was practically a Star Wars movie at the end like yeah. it, it really was like yeah you go, really go through the was. trench so you can't get shot by the missile batteries and then you fucking pull up over this mountain go down shoot the motherfuckers mm-hmm. America roll tide woo anyway and then you like go back up the next mountain and then you have to like you know get into dogfights and shoot your flares it's like. <clears throat> Happy Fourth of July. Anyway, um, no, exactly. I, I found this movie like you know really enjoyable. You know, it's not like <laughs> some mastery of dialogue or you know visual. Mm-hmm. Well, it is it's a visual mm-hmm. treat. It's it's nothing you know that sets new ground. It's just very enjoyable, very well done sequel. Because like a lot of sequels that like wait twenty plus years, like like the new Independence Day. Sucks bad. The new yeah. Top Gun, pretty damn good. No, for sure. This movie, America, it's America so much. Mm-hmm. It did its American thing. It was like, ah, yes, this is America. Hell yeah. Let's get on that ish. We need more aircraft carriers. We need more aircraft carriers. More Gen 5 fighters. <laughs> I'm sorry. But no, it sounds it was, like I'm mocking it. I actually really. But no, it's, it's it's it's. But yeah, it was, the movie's a really good time, and I really liked it. Um, I recommend if you haven't seen it yet, and you, y'all don't care about spoilers. Honestly, if you don't care about spoilers in this movie, um, it still would be a really fun movie to watch, especially yeah. on the big screen. So definitely check it out. Um, and I'm so glad this didn't go to Paramount Plus. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm so glad that uh, we were able to watch this. I on bet the big John screen. Hamm's character would have wanted that. <laughs> yes. Fucking stick in the mud. Gosh. He did well, though. He did, yeah. But with all that down and out, let's get on to our next topic there. Next topic. We're going to be talking about Kenobi. Hello. Um, anyways, um, Sam Wetwer, how was that? Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know how he sounds when he's Kenobi. When he normally talks. But um, Sam Wetwer kind of sounds like this. Yeah. He kind of he sounds like Connery. Does he sound like Connery? Well, not like, okay, here's the deal. He sounds like Connery if Connery talked like a normal person, if that makes sense. Because he has has the tone. He's not Scottish, but you know how. Connery, Scottish, or Irish? Or Irish, but you know. He's one of the two. But you know how Connery kind of talks like Dash. Hot shingles in my area. But Whitwer, Whitwer kind of talks like. Whitwer kind of talks like this. Okay. He kind of has his mouth a little bit like this. And I can't really quite do it where like I, he doesn't really have he has so non-distinct of a voice that I know exactly what I'm talking about when I say it. He it does have a distinct or like he does have a voice. Connery is from Scotland. I was okay. right. But Neeson's from Ireland. Regardless of that, I'm just talking out my butt right now um, with all that more. said. Um, let's get right into Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, Kenobi, episodes two or four through six. 
Yes. Right? Yeah, yes. four through six. Um, these episodes were really good. Uh, some of them were really good. Some of them were not so good. Um, Specifically episode four. Yeah, episode four was, eh, you know. Um, but it's one of those things where um, these uh, – this show uh, is very obviously – um, one of the shows that probably should have been a movie because yeah, you can tell time. you can tell that they were padding it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I really like it. Don't get me wrong, because I'm the type of person who's like, hey, you know, it's a journey. I'm getting there. If I can spend some more time with you and McGregor, I'm going to spend some more time with you and McGregor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be OK with it. I'm not going to be bitching about being with my boy Ewan. You know, I like him. He's a good guy. He's a he's you know, we go we, we go way, 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 way back. We go mm-hmm. way back at back back in the Tatooine. Back in the day when he was picking up little baby Annie with Qui-Gon Jinn there as well. Liam Neeson. I'm like, wow, shoot, you're Jedi Master. He looks exactly like Liam Neeson. And then he turned to me and said, hey, yeah, just to let you know, we're all actors. And this isn't real. And you're on a set right now. <laughs> Are you set. okay? <laughs> I don't think you're okay. How do you know everything that's happened to the movie when it hasn't released yet? anyways um do you need to go to the craft table do you need some water (laughs) but uh funny bits aside or not funny bits aside um is i really um liked uh as a whole i liked it as a whole i liked these um three episodes um some of the best star wars tv moments happen in in these episodes Mm -hmm. also some of the most fillery bullshit also happens in these episodes mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where i think it's really good without getting into spoilers for people who because i'm just giving my initial non-spoiler thoughts without getting into spoilers um obi-wan as a whole i like it a lot um there are moments that i don't like but at the same time i definitely do think that it's worth it um, to go through so chance what do you think i think obi-wan is pretty good yeah i think and I said really good because I'm used to it. I'm just saying I, I really want to say that Obi Wan is good. <laughs> yeah, like I think because back uh, 2015, 2014 ish, there was like these rumors of like a Boba Fett script from Josh Trank, and I think there was like an Obi Wan script and like you know the hunt, the thing that eventually became Solo mm-hmm. were written, and I think that maybe this could have been that stretched into a show. Yeah. Like it feels very like this could have been this could have been a movie. Like I really think it could have been. Like I think it would I think would have been benefited a lot from the production budget of the movie <laughs> exactly. cuz sometimes like it just suffers a bit in a couple of places uh because of it and you could just cut the fluff with a lot of the, you know, Reva's conniving stuff cuz I think I don't know Maybe I don't know. I her being a Padawan who survived is cool, but I don't know. Maybe I was just expecting something a bit more personal. I mean, I guess you know, all of your friends being stabbed to death by someone you thought you could trust is pretty traumatic. But I don't know. I think just like the disgraced Padawan is the, the former the former Jedi youngling or Padawan has already been done in like Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I'm like if this say fallen order hadn't come out before we saw this maybe i'd feel differently but you know i think i think reva or is it reva or reva i think it's reva reva i think if 
if, spoilers, by the way, if Darth Vader had actually killed her in episode five, mm-hmm. I think I'd have less things to say. But the fact that they just kind of tack on that little, oh my God, now Luke's in danger. Mm-hmm. And you had to like jump through so many hoops to make sure Luke didn't see a lightsaber. Uh, yeah, that was a little end, silly. I was just like, okay, what are we doing here, guys? But I really like seeing Ewan. Um, why didn't they de-age Hayden in that one scene? Yeah. That, uh, I, that dude's like a super, super, super senior he at looks, the Padawan Academy. <laughs> hello, hello, fellow kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He he does look really good for his age, mind you. For but being the thing a is, white person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but here's my here's my whole thing about that. Is that like if you're gonna de-age the living daylights out of people um like um Luke and not recast, just do it for places that are a little bit more on the manageable side. Because I even watched a video and I'm not one of those guys. I like, I hate it when people on Twitter go look at this YouTube video of someone doing thing better than big, big studio. Do it. Like I, like I I hate that. I hate that. I hate that so much, but somebody did post one of those videos and it's literally minimal stuff. They needed to do. Like he's only like, it's not like taking Mark Hamill's phantom face and turning it into his 20 year old self when mm-hmm. he's in his sixties is taking Hayden who is in his forties mm-hmm. and just dialing him back 15 years to his mid twenties. Mm-hmm. That's a lot more doable, presumably less expensive and probably looks better. Cause you don't have to do as much. No, exactly. I, I don't get why they just didn't splurge. And like the fact that, how Obi-Wan looked in Attack of the Clones with like a lot of his face being covered with the beard, mm-hmm. like uh, the beard and like the connected uh, goatee combo. Mm-hmm. Like you probably didn't have to do it much. Cause like there's like, a, like the profile of his face a lot less is seeable. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Ewan um, really does age um, very well. He ages incredibly both Hayden and Ewan. Yes both really really like crazy the way yeah. they be aging although i think the the jedi are even more confusing now with like because that was his pat like his jedi night trial right mm-hmm. like okay so he has to like defeat you in a jedi duel and he keeps trying to win but he's not ready to be a jedi because he's trying to defeat you what? I think, I think my brain hurts. That's what I think. That doesn't make any sense. You monks are crazy. You monks are on spice. You monks be tripping. Like, what are you doing? Did you dip into Yoda's ketamine? Dude, oh. you know Yoda's on drugs. Yoda's mm. definitely like, <laughs> talk, talk to out I am. <laughs> Pass the blood you shall. Mm. Look like a snowstorm my chamber does. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Looks like hot up in here. Time <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> to go to the rave, I must. <laughs> Electric mm. forest is my favorite festival, it is. Mm. Glow sticks I need. <laughs> it's like. Mmm, 
bath salts. What a drug it is. <laughs> anyway, mm, porter potty line too long. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can you imagine Yoda <laughs> waiting in line <laughs> at a porter potty <laughs> at a music festival? <laughs> Gosh, I was over at the old map factory for during CWS. And that was the longest line to a porta potty I'd ever been in. It oh, was crazy. Christ. It was terrible. I was like, and I really needed to pee. And I was just like, oh, no. But make it stop. Anyways, with that all said, but back um, to what else? Yeah, what, what else we had to say about Obi Wan? Um, I really liked. Um, I'm not sure. Okay, I guess I understand that it's okay because James Earl Jones is still among the living. Mm-hmm. Um, that they used a synthesized version of his voice for mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff. Maybe all of the stuff, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, like, you know, he's an old ass man, uh, and COVID's still around. Mm-hmm. And also, like, he didn't even go to the Lion King premiere. Like he did. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why they just didn't recast him as Mufasa at mm-hmm. the time. It's just, I don't know, that Lion King movie is so weird. But we didn't no, really talk about it. Movie. Um, I liked it. Like, I, liked, I liked Hayden kind of being able to be Darth Vader, kind of like how Clone Wars Anakin was able to be Vader in mm-hmm. Rebels. Because I think it was, I think this like offers like a lot of supplementary material to Obi-Wan in A New Hope because... Now that a certain point of view line mm-hmm. probably doesn't can I think that from a certain point of view stands up to a lot more scrutiny now. Yeah, because like you said, Darth Vader betrayed my father and killed him. Like that's what he told me, homie. You know, and you <laughs> like, know, like like you know, I, I know. killed Anakin Skywalker. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that must have hurt. You know, no. like he's like my friend is truly dead. Then I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, that sucks. No, when he said. He, when he basically said, okay, Darth, that's mm-hmm. like, the moment when I knew he's like, like okay, oh. you're not Anakin anymore. You're mm-hmm. Darth Vader. And it was so heartbreaking seeing him get to that realization. Yeah. And it was just absolutely like, gosh, Ewan is just such a good guy, good actor. Yeah. And it was just so crazy seeing him, uh, just seeing him go through that and everything like that. It was just, it was just sad. Like it was mm-hmm. genuinely sad and I had a hard time uh, dealing like I had a hard time <laughs> like watching it because, you know, that Obi-Wan wanted to have faith that he could turn mm-hmm. on him and everything yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. even after everything that's happened and then it's just yeah. learned that Vader has been growing and evil all mm-hmm. this time. Yeah, sure. And a part of that it has to do with remorse and mm-hmm. the fact that he doesn't believe he did in the first or believe that he did the right thing in the first place. Yeah. And that's really what, you know, what Star Wars really is mm-hmm. as far as all that kind of stuff is like when you harbor and this is in real life as well. If you harbor those negative feelings and those mm-hmm. feelings of remorse and being angry about stuff that you've done. You're never going to you're never going to get any better. Yeah, what do you think I give my therapist my copays <laughs> so I can talk about it? They be they be getting they be getting all of our money, man. Yeah, I do not look forward to turning twenty six. Oh gosh, it, it, I will tell you, it's it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it definitely is a bummer. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but 
pivoting away from the interesting medical system of this great nation, mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick. Loved it. Anyway. You mean <laughs> Obi-Wan? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I was just like, America, real quick. Um, no, it's... It is sad, and, like, you kind of just see it in his eyes and, like, the like the anger on his face. And also that smile, like, he smiled. And, like, seeing Darth Vader, like, like he's smiling under that mask is just, like, such an unnerving thought sometimes. Because, mm-hmm. like, 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 you you could, like, just think back to the, some of the things we've seen Darth Vader do. Like, he could have been just, like... Grinning. grinning like a hyena like the whole time just like <laughs> murder like every, like the whole time like yeah it was really good and also that fight really well done oh i love the fight the fight mm-hmm. was really good the choreography was great mm-hmm. seeing obi-wan come back into his own yeah uh it was just incredible first of all vader you really thought some rocks were gonna do him in are you crazy it's like you're Oh, like you're uh like Cody Cody dropped him from like 400 feet in the air. He didn't see that. Okay, but <laughs> you think you well that's still though. You think you would hurt one of your clone commanders might let you know or just gets around. <laughs> that's I don't true. Know. Cody wasn't technically part of the 501st, so who knows. Yeah, that's cuz Cody was a snitch. Cody's a bitch. Um not as much of a bitch as Commander Fox though. That's anyway. True. Enough of that, but <laughs> I was like, yeah, do you really think those rocks killed him? He's just like, like, he didn't even, like, confirm the body. He just walked away. I'm like, okay, are you really that upset if you're just like, <laughs> job, my job here is done. I'm going to go back to my ship and no, shuffle sure. my throne on Mustafar. Uh, yeah, and I, I thought that it, I thought that this was very special, the way mm-hmm. that everything unfolded. Um and what I loved so much, and I know we're just jumping around a lot. Um, yeah. We need to really out. I it's need been to three weeks. Since I need to start. Out. Out, I need to start outlining all these things. I promise we're going to have more organized shows, um, you know, soon. But uh, mm, once promises, promises, promises. <laughs> but with all like something that I thought was really great about this show, though, is that it makes sense. This gives a backstory to Leia and Obi-Wan that is very much makes sense why he mm-hmm. would be the person for her yeah, to trust. Like, you helped my father in the Clone Wars. Also, you helped me help big that one time. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it was just so sweet how he got her her holster, too. Mm-hmm. And I will fight. I will fight these Star Wars fans, these toxic fan mm-hmm. bros who are bullying this poor child. First of all, they're bullying her. Yes. What did she, she do? You don't know what they're talking about. Oh, she's annoying. She, why would she run away from Obi-Wan? Have you met dumb, kids? Cause she's kids a dumb, are stupid. Cause she's a dumb kid. Kids are extremely dumb. I bet your kid's <laughs> stupid with his Lego Star Wars sets. He didn't put together. Right. Exactly. I <laughs> fucking read the instructions. Dumbass. He managed to put, he managed to make the, um, the Death Star backwards, and it's a circle. It's a sphere. <laughs> it's How a did sphere. you do that? You collapsed reality, making a sphere. Dummy, <laughs> stupid kid. Why did I ever buy you the Legacy Edition of the Death Star when you fucked this one up, <laughs> dumbass? Um, yeah, like I don't. Why would you? That kid was fine. Like yes, she was perfectly. Honestly, fine. like, cause like you can't make her like her very tenacious smart-witted and quick-thinking self that she was in a new hope because 
if she was that already, then she probably wouldn't have gotten kidnapped by the slowest kidnappers on planet Earth. So eat that, haters. Also, she did a fine job. Like being a kid actor is like the worst thing ever. Like you're probably put there in that position by your parents. And sometimes it just doesn't go well into adulthood. Like, it's a gamble to be a kid actor. I don't need your shit right now, honestly. They did fine. God. Anyway. Pivoting off of this fan base and its clear problems. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that fight was really well done. I I just, I don't know. I, this was finally the catharsis I wanted. Like, I wanted to see Obi-Wan kicking some ass in mm-hmm. live action. Finally. Yep. Like, like, he was like, you know what? Fuck you, Vader. Like, just... You know, and the click you like, claim. Come like, on. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, hit him in his armor. Like, destroyed his breathing. Cut his mask off. Mm-hmm. Or like, half of it mm-hmm. off his face. Like, fuck it up. Like, kind of pulled the same shit he pulled on Luke in Empire Strikes Back, where he, like, threw all that shit at him. He's like, oh, yeah? I'm gonna throw a bunch of rocks at you. See how you like it. Like it was so like good and like the way the way lightsabers like kind of bathed everything in light. Like I know, I love how every property kind of treats how like lightsabers cast light into like the rooms they're in a little differently. Mm-hmm. Like they're never quite the same. But I don't really care about that. That's like very nitpicky in my opinion. No, for and sure. And I think if you can like, because like in like Star Wars Visions, um, one of them like. One of their styles was like the lightsabers had like an after image so you could tell what was happening because it was mm-hmm. like shown an anime fight speed, but the after image made it so you could understand what was happening. No, for sure. But yeah, I just like it when they do clever stuff with lightsabers like that. But that no, was really good. Um, I guess to kind of wrap up my thoughts, I thought a lot of like, I think a lot of like the very short fan service they did at the end was really nice. I thought so too. It was like what fan service should be. Yeah, like. Uh, Old Ben meeting Luke. I'm a, I'm not sure if that's like the only time he ever met Luke, but he's just like you know he did the hello there, you know. Even though Luke is definitely an iPad kid, just look at him. Yeah, just look at the kid's face. Exactly, 100 percent an iPad kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet his pinkies will be bent by the time he's 16. I'm holding the phone that way. Oh, and Baru. I want to get power converters. I need to go to Tossie Station and grab my iPad. <laughs> They're dropping at midnight. Uh, damn it, Luke. But uh, Luke, uh, can we also talk about how like Aunt, um, Baru and Uncle Owen had their own like little Rambo moment yeah, with Ariva? Like, mm-hmm. Gosh, that was crazy. Just like, huh? They gave an action scene to Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru. Okay, I'm I was okay. like, hey, hey, I. This guy, this, it might be that it's Joel Edgerton and I love him and everything he's in, Mm -hmm. but I am just such a huge, 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 um, Uncle Owen stan after this um, show, because sure, Uncle Owen's a little hardcore. He's a little like, eh, no, I don't like you. He's a little gruff. Uh, He's a little gruff. And, but the thing is, it makes sense why Mm -hmm. he would not necessarily trust Obi-Wan. Like, I get it. It makes a ton of sense. But I just really, it's not that I liked what he was doing. I liked the dramatic tension that it caused Mm -hmm. between everything. And it really made the story um, more full and more realistic. And I love how um like the light bulb kind of flashes in reva's head and it's like oh okay so now i know like owen that's what he was hiding 
all that kind of stuff. He was hiding a child. And, you know, and now Reva just wants to kill children. Mm-hmm. Like she, you know. But it the thing comes is, comes full circle. People who well, the thing is, is it 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 does, and that's what they're trying to point out though, because you know the thing is, is like if you feed into that negativity, you become what you hate. Yeah, that's like, how it is in general. You just like, become what you hate. What's that phrase? Hate begets hate or something, mm-hmm. something like that. I'm not sure if begets mm-hmm. is the right word, but um, are you talking like the vision from uh, freaking uh, you're talking like vision from uh, God oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. From uh, I don't know, Civil, he's Civil War. War, Civil War. That's the movie that he said. Something in. like that. That's yeah. probably like the only thing he said in Civil War that made sense. That is probably that wasn't all philosophical and it everything like, like that. Have well, you ever heard of Odysseus's um penis? <laughs> what? Odysseus's <laughs> dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just like the ship of the ship of Theseus. That's what it is. Yeah. I don't know why. I <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did that on purpose. I, okay, I, I did it on purpose because I couldn't think of the ship of Theseus, so I just decided to go completely off the wall with oh, it. God. But then I remembered it later. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like Vision and Vision and Civil War. Yeah, the number of uh, super people has been a lot since Tony announced he was Iron Man. Iron Man, how the fuck is that my fault? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then WandaVision. Causality. Ships. <laughs> Causality. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's your fault, fuckface. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, God, but yeah, like I said, the I think it's pretty solid. And also the other bit of fan service that I wish they had done more of was Qui-Gon. Yes. I 100% agree. I have a feeling that they really couldn't get Liam. For uh, very long. They, they couldn't get, um, yeah, they couldn't get him in there for too long. Mm-hmm. But... Gosh. It's like, oh, it took you long enough. Qui Gon! There he is! Uh, like, like, um, like, I just want to see him and Obi Wan talking. Exactly. I want, can we, more, more. Do you, do you believe any of those rumors about them eventually making a second one? Like, or a second season to Obi Wan? I mean, I kind of hope they don't do it, but. Maybe like a one shot, and it's just like. Maybe something that's literally just like something a TV that, movie. Like, literally, <laughs> I do not want it to advance the story in any way. I just want to see them interact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, exactly. I feel you. Like, I don't know. It's just, I think, like, Ewan is clearly better actor than he was as, like, a child. Well, he was in his 20s. Uh, during uh, The Phantom Menace and... You know, you obviously have a weather, well, not weather, an older Liam Neeson and a more competent writing staff, probably, than The Phantom Menace. So, like, you could actually get some dialogue that's super cool. I don't know, man. You could, I just feel like Qui-Gon is such a unexplored, that's the stuff I really wanted explored with this Disney stuff. I wanted, like, quiet, like, only one movie character is, like, Qui-Gon Jinn. I'm like, yeah, Qui-Gon. You know, the the guy who just tells the council to fuck, them, fuck themselves every opportunity he gets. You know, it's just like, hmm, I'm going to train this little monster anyway, because I can. Um, just Qui-Gon things. Yes. But yeah, I, I think Kenobi is solid. I just think I've seen a lot of criticism that I kind of agree with, where it's like, you know, it's fine. It's just like you kind of expected more because they brought... 
um, Ewan and Hayden back. Like, you just kind of thought they'd bring their A game, you know? Like, like put literally everything they could into it. But, like, there's just some episodes that could have been cut entirely, and it's just like, uh, you know what I mean? I will say that I don't think the episodes that were a little more on the filler side could have been cut entirely. Okay. I just think they could have been at. I think they could have been, like, a 15-minute segment in another uh, episode. In another episode. Yeah. That's like because there are stuff that was necessary in those episodes, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like a too long dinner read kind of yeah, thing. Like, you know what like, I mean? Like, so it's like, like um, what the grief cargo are we doing here? <laughs> God, no offense. Every time I think about grief cargo, I just think about um, Arrested Development when he's like, oh, when Tobias has that like, the acting lesson. Yeah, he has acting lessons. But this is the part that for some weird reason, this is the part I fixate on is when Carl Weathers is like, wait, 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 wait. Are you really good? Are you really about to throw that throw that chicken away? That 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 chicken that drumstick away? There's there's a lot of meat on that bone. You can make a stew with it. <laughs> um, like it just comes to mind every time. I don't know why, but I kind of want like it doesn't have to be in Star Wars, but I really want Carl Weathers and like Billy D to hang out. Oh, that would be fun. It's so he's like, hey, canonically they could do it. They could, but since Billy D is old, I want to make much. Sense. It would be like you'd have to do Donald Glover uh, land up, which is fine. It's just like Billy D's voice is so. Ooh. Yeah, because talk like, some more, Billy. No, nah, it's almost like for some weird reason, Rand. Like that is the only thing about uh, Donald Glover's. Um, Lando, that's a little off. It's just the voice. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he doesn't even do a bad job, though. That's no, he does a great the job. Mannerisms are perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, huh, that man has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. But and you know, Donald Glover has a beautiful voice in his own right. Yeah, it's, it's just, just different. It's just different, beautiful. <laughs> like it's like it's just like it's just a difference, you know. Time. You know, beautiful as in you know he's a singer, as in he can sing well. Yeah, yeah. sing well and like. <laughs> Billy's got that like really that sultry really just like swoop, like butter you know like, like freaking cocoa butter mm-hmm. all that jazz yeah like Mm-mm. like Billy's got like this you know I feel like Billy could be like on an old radio station back oh in the day. yeah no for sure I just like and not, like mm-hmm. and now for some I don't know Earth Wind and Fire uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember <laughs> okay okay um, but I thought I think Kenobi uh-huh. was you know, it was pretty good pretty good. Better than Book of Boba Fett. Definitely better, they than, can, definitely better than Book of Boba. Hopefully they can keep this little bar graph going mm-hmm. up. Yes, 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 yes. Up and down, up mm-hmm. and down, up and down. I don't know. So now we got to talk about some things that I would consider peculiar. In Obi-Wan? No. Or in the next topic? In the next topic. Okay. Some Talk about some things that are kind of peculiar. Uh, Maybe things okay. that are a little bit offbeat. Maybe something that's a little bit um, weird, if it will. Ominous. Or or we can talk about how they're strange, stranger things. Oh, my season God. Season four. Oh, my God. This season is weird. I liked it. But here's the deal. It is weird. I have never been genuinely kind of freaked out by stranger things. It's mm-hmm. always been like, oh, okay, this is... Stranger Things. This is like okay. Season it's one like, freaked me out. Like, I was kind of like, 
oh, you know, and I, I can see what you mean with season one, but season, mm. but because it was a little bit more, it, this got way more into it. Loki, stop. Okay. Um, uh, but it was one of those deals where I, <laughs> I remember strange, like watching the season four of stranger things mm-hmm. and being like, wow, this is like it. Like this is literally like them doing Stephen King it level mm-hmm. shit as far as like it being f- scared or yeah. scary or anything like that because yeah. even though the first season was a little scary at times to, for me it was only scary and oh the tensions there and yeah. you know there's eventually the things jumping out at you and yada 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 yeah. but this was like kind of blood curdling scary mm-hmm. just because of the way that like um it almost was very close to um it because i don't know if you've seen the it movies but um basically the pennywise will like create this own metaphysical space Mm -hmm. where he just terrorizes the kids yeah that's exactly what vecna's doing yep and so um i thought that that was really interesting the way they did that they really did not pull punches with how intense it got Mm -hmm. i really um I, we can get into this later with the spoilers. I do think that we're kind of jibbed on uh, on the on the you know on there actually being consequences yes. of what was happening with this uh, with the characters in this. Mm-hmm. And you guys will all understand why. Um, like some of you, some of y'all who've watched it already, completely get what I mean. Yeah. But Someone that's one said, thing that I, I will... know kung fu, and then there was no consequences. <laughs> and that's what I. And the thing is, that's what I really like about. Uh, that, or that's what I think about it, kind of vaguely. But one, but what I do love about this is that the kids are just as good as ever. Mm-hmm. Um, the dialogue is really fun. The play, the, deciphering the clues and each and every one's different plot lines um, have something to contribute. The Russia plot line, a little less so, Ooh, but they that. still, like, <laughs> a little less, or more than a little less so. But the thing is, is Hopper and Joyce and um what's is neil the other guy's name what's the guy's murray? name murray 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 and murray's there and i love them so i'm okay with them doing anything they could have been in a restaurant the entire time to, at privatio's or whatever italian restaurant they're always um going on about they could have just been eating dinner there the whole time while I all this stuff was were. going down that would be funny though now, could you imagine they just like miss everything they're just at dinner mm-hmm that'd be funny <laughs> Joyce and Hopper just staring into each other's eyes mm-hmm. but um admiring Hopper's bod yeah she's like oh, he's... even though I'm not gonna lie I like Chubby Harper Hopper a little more same honestly it's like because the thing is he reminded me of myself yeah so I'm like hey but um you know regardless of all that kind of stuff I um the season is really good in my opinion um we'll get into spoilers a little bit um later but I really liked what they had, uh, what these, all these kids deserve Emmys. They're really, really good. Mm-hmm. I really just love the, um, shout out to Sadie Sink in particular. Oh my God. Um, he, she, or she was great. I thought Sadie Sink was awesome. Uh, the guy who plays Jonathan, uh, Byers and Will Byers, obviously they do good. 
Um, Mike was a little shit this season. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh, I I don't chalk that up to him being a bad actor. I have it chalked up to the writers not knowing what to do with Why him. Why does my girlfriend but, not be girlfriend? <laughs> I yeah, don't I don't understand. If they have like annoying relationship issues next season, I'm going to drop kick somebody. But uh, I've been talking too much. Chance, what's up? Uh, I... I enjoyed it. I think it's the best Stranger Things season since season one. Yes. I um, agree. I think it didn't need to be as long as it was. I think you could have trimmed a decent amount of fat from it. That being said, like, like I liked what was there. Just there was too much of some of it. And I'll go over that and like spoiler talk. Um, but I really like how it expanded what we've kind of already known. Um, it kind of changes things about the way the upside down works in a way that it kind of does and kind of doesn't work for me. And like I said, I'll get to that in spoilers. Uh, all the characters are great. Um, you know, always, always liking Steve, love me some Steve, um, more Steve, please. Uh, I really did not like the Russia stuff. If it was maybe a couple episodes or to the mid season break mm-hmm. maybe. But the fact that that went the whole fucking nine episodes and like 20 hours of it. I'm just like, come on. Um, it, like my whole thing. I know. Sorry. Sorry if I'm piggybacking off of you real quick mm-hmm. here, but my whole thing about the Russia stuff though, is that like, I didn't hate watching it. Mm-hmm. It's just that my plot brain and my brain that's watched way too many movies and way too many TV shows mm-hmm. have been like, what, wh- why? What are you doing? Why? Like, what are you even doing here? Like, I understand. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like the writers were like, hey, we need to grab Hopper. Okay, we need to go to Russia to do that. Um, okay, well, what are we going to do in Russia? Um, stay there. Prison Okay, break. well... Well, like, you know, they probably should get back to the kids. Right. Or, oh, they probably should do this. Well, that wouldn't make sense time-wise. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right, because we kind of stuck ourselves with the whole Russia thing. Um, you sure did. Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Do you have much to say that's not spoil- not real or Not really, so we can probably get okay. into spoilers. So, should I say the things I don't like first? Or uh, let's just like? go with don't like, so we can finish on a positive note. Okay. Don't like. Don't like Russia. Fuck you, Russia. Oh, wow. The Soviet Union, eat your heart out. There's a reason you fell. 1991 says, hi, bitch. Anyway, um, you know, Boris Yeltsin, Mikhail Gorbachev, fuck all of you. Uh, Actually, you're okay, Mikhail. You're actually the reason it fell apart, so good on you. Anyway, um, fuck Moscow. Fuck St. Petersburg. Fuck uh, Poltry. Fucking... Whatever Leningrad is now. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's just it just went too long. Like uh, you did this whole right. oh my you're god, right. Hopper's it, dead. Now right. he's not dead, and now he literally reunites with Eleven. I fucking paused it to make sure. Twelve minutes left in the fucking season mm-hmm. that she meets Hopper again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, and you know, I I I definitely do get that. Like it is, like I understand building the tension, and I understand 
building up to something like that. But in order to have really good build up, you have to also pay it off. Mm-hmm. So maybe if they reintroduced um, Hopper and everybody, or what? It, maybe if they reintroduced all of that stuff mm-hmm. um, a little bit, like maybe an episode earlier yeah. or something like that. Yeah, like, and then everybody's together doing different things. Yeah. But the only issue is that if everybody was together, we kind of doubt that the adults would let them go into the upside down. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Yeah. But And Hopper definitely would have gone into the upside no. down. No, he would have gotten his fucking blazer and said, no <laughs> way. <laughs> I really like Hopper's police blazer thing. No, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. What um, else do you not like? So, like, I, I guess to continue on my Russia soliloquy, the fact that like they break out of the prison and then Yuri's being like, "Oh, gotta get my little chopper working," mm-hmm. yada yada. Um, and their thought is just like, "Oh, the kids, there must be in danger, and we need to kill the demogorgon that's in the Russian prison." And all the mon- upside down monsters to help them. I'm just like, how on earth did you come to that conclusion? <laughs> what are you even saying? Like, you just, I think they just did that to give them something to do. And I kind of thought, because like, what I, because you know how in the last, the, like the second to last episode, like you see that, like those particles in that mm-hmm. cage, I thought that was like a piece of like the mind flare or something mm-hmm. at first. And I thought, okay, that'd be cool if, like, the mind, fl- like, just, like, a po- portion of the mind flare was, like, getting out and, like, infecting, like, the Russian soldiers or something. So, like, mm-hmm. you could actually have, like, a big problem on your hand of, like, the mind flare and, like, infects, like, one of, like, the biggest army in the world at the time or one mm-hmm. of. And I'm like, no, it's just more Demogorgons. And, you know, also, where the fuck did Hopper get a Conan sword? A Conan sword? Hey, you know, honestly, though, why like, would Russians have that? I, I understood. I had the same question <laughs> as I was watching that way too late that night. Cause I remember I would go watch it until like late, late Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is that sword there? But was it cool when it happened? Yes. Well, it was like, cool. It was so cool. There's no reason why that sword should have been there. But gosh, was it satisfying like, uh, seeing Hopper just wreck shit up with that. Do the Russians <laughs> really like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies? Honestly, maybe. Because that movie was like, made by then, they're right? They're like, yes. Yes, we love it. Oh, Austrian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the chopper. I don't, I don't think I could do like a Russian, like speaking with an Austrian accent. So I'm not even going to try. I don't know what they're doing. Like, ah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was actually pretty good. I don't know what they're doing. I'll be back. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was just like, okay. Conan sword. Got it. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, that's, I guess, enough of the Russian stuff. Um, you know, Murray was okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind Murray too much. I kind of found some of his antics uh, funny. Uh, it doesn't feel like Joyce did that much. Nah, Joyce didn't really do much. But the I thing don't think is, they, don't know, they don't know what to do with Winona Ryder. Hey, you know, the thing is, Joyce and Hopper got their kiss, though. Yes. It was steamy. It was they, sensual. Yes, they did. It, was, uh, it, made, Titanic, the, it made the bro. entire internet horny for a couple of mm-hmm. days. More than, well, the thing is, the internet is perpetually horny, anyways. Yeah. But it made them more horny. Yes. Um. So you know, it works. Yeah. It works out. I guess so. The other things I don't like. Um. Let's see. Um. Susie's dad should be stricter. 
He probably should be. He should really get a handle on that house. He oh, should hi- hire a babysitter, uh, first of all. Also, uh, your daughter's hacking the U.S. government. <laughs> I thought you should know. She also got a man killed, allegedly. Um, gosh, you with that. <laughs> you it's like too much screen time. Anyway. Gosh. Also, I really hope she's just like in town whenever the next oh, season no. happens. So you get a full season of Susie. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay the thing that bugs me the most and like i know a lot of people really like eddie i like eddie too mm-hmm. but okay and this is spoiler spoilers by the way so eddie dies yeah and i i'm just like are you fucking kidding me they found the another brain dead stupid way to kill a character i'm just like oh because like i saw like a spoiler that eddie dies but i was just like all right I wonder how he dies. Cause like, okay, him and Dustin are escaping the upside down. Okay, maybe like the bats are gonna be like escaping into the real world and causing some shit. And like he has to like, you know, redeem himself in like the eyes of the town, or at least you know save Dustin. Cause all uh, these fucking bats are just like everywhere, man, and they're causing problems. No, he says, you know what? I'm gonna run into the bats for no fucking reason. Why would you do that? And you not know running away? What do you mean? Self-preservation is not running away. God damn it, Duffer Brothers. You could have had a, like a really cool, you know, I'm an outsider. No one likes me that much. But no. I'm like, now I'm a hero. I'm going to die like a dumbass by going into a horde of murder bats. And you know, my thing about his death and I had my in my don't likes too. Actually, does have to do with this as well. Um, I thought that he was definitely thinking about Dustin. Mm-hmm. I really think that that was his main reasoning because he thought he would he rationalized that hey maybe if I drew them away from Dustin, Dustin would have had a more likelihood that he's gonna make it. And I'm pretty and he's right to yeah. be fair, but the it's just one of those things that's a huge like one thing is um did you have anything else that because the thing is i'm just gonna be oh no because like i mean segueing into my dislikes way that makes way more sense like okay you can literally climb that upside Mm -hmm. down you could like i don't know seal your uncle's trailer so like they can't get out or you could like blow up the portal or something and some like self-sacrifice it's like it's like self-sacrifice for no reason it's Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Eddie could have been redeemed in the eyes of the townsfolk or at least something where it's just like people are clearly in danger and Eddie's helping them or like Dustin's clearly in danger and he's helping him. Like, it's just like, it just seemed as though it could have been done a lot better. I'm just like, I'm just going to charge out there. I'm like, and like, who's to say the murder bats just couldn't have like split up and searched for clues and half of them went after Dustin and half of them went after, you know, Eddie. Like, I don't know. I just don't get it, man. It's just like, it's just seems like it, it's just a really dumb way to kill off a character. Like it just seems like, and just a justification. Like I didn't run away this time. And I'm like, bro, don't you, you didn't, you didn't run away. The, the, those fucking crazies were coming to lynch you like they no. were going to shoot you i think he was if you were just, lucky i think he's mostly talking about chrissy 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. And like, um, even though the thing is, like, there's not much she could have done besides run away with that. A either. literal monster murdered her, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and it's like, I don't know. Um, can I talk about my dislikes real quick? Oh, go ahead. I didn't know you had anything else. Or I didn't know if you had I'm sure anything else. I can else. think of something. <laughs> but my um, dislikes for the series, all. Uh, I guess I'll start it off since we're already talking about Eddie. I'm not really too great about the fact that they killed off Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um, I got what they were doing. It was a very effective death scene. It was very sad. Only thing that frustrated me about it, um, Steve went through the same exact thing and miraculously lived. Sure, Steve is a little bit tougher than Eddie, but mm-hmm. at the same time, the same amount of bats swarmed Steve, and mm-hmm. he lived, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, second of all, I really hate this Steve thing. works retail, so he's yeah. tough. I really hate this thing that Stranger Things is doing where they introduce a character. Um, then die. And then they die because they want to create tension. Mm-hmm. I understand it sounds awful, but you and I was never under this volition beforehand, but you got to kill off one of these kids. Like, I'm not, like, I know it sounds terrible, but it's something that you have to do in order to actually mm. build real tension. And yeah, the give, thing is, give Roe one last ride and kill this kid. It's like, it's just like, Dur- it's just like Durango. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a specific joke. That's a very, that's a very Omaha specific joke. Mm-hmm. Or you would know specifically yeah. during the College World Series kind of joke. Well, I don't think Billy Blue Jay's hands are clean either, but no <laughs> one really talks that's, about that's, it. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but with all of that, like, I no, because I really just think that it's I really think that the dramatic tension isn't there because they don't kill anybody who's been there longer. And the thing is, sure, mm-hmm. there is dramatic tension. But with Bob dying mm-hmm. and then with um, Billy dying. Did Alexi die? Yes, there? Alexi died. Mm-hmm. Alexi's a better um, a better example than Billy. Because it was kind of obvious that Billy's gonna die. Like, um, mm, the racist is gonna get his yeah, comeuppance. Exactly. The racist no that like every girl on TikTok is thirsting over. Thank you very much. This makes me feel safe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, yes. <laughs> All these women just love racist dudes. Yeah, Good better, to know. Hey, as walk. long as you're hot, as long as you're hot, you're allowed to get have a little bit of an n-word slip. Yeah, you better <laughs> you better watch out for those who have voted for Obama a third time. Uh, <laughs> videos out there. Can't but, be trusted. <laughs> but uh, with, but like, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Because, like, I, I didn't like that whole, and then with Bob and everything, too. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't like that because it's just become tired and very predictable for them. Mm-hmm. I also, um, like, also Russia, yeah, the most irrelevant mm-hmm. plot line in the mm-hmm. entire thing. Mm-hmm. And you I might as well just kill Popper for real. No, ex- ex- exactly. At that point. They probably like and the thing is is like if they kill like they can't do this anymore. They no. really can't do this. They can't do this death fake out anymore because they did it at the end of this at last season. Yeah. They did it at the end of this season with Max. Exactly. And then it's one of those things where I thought and I I obviously I wasn't happy mm-hmm. that they were going to kill off Max. I wasn't right. happy about it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, shit. They're going to do something. They just killed Max. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we her sa- leg snapped, like, bro. We saved her. And the, gosh, the acting in that scene was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Seeing, oh, God. 
um, why, why can't I remember the kid's name? Not Lucas? the actor. Yeah, seeing Lucas just like yell for Erica mm-hmm. and then say like ye- yell and help and everything like that. Erica, stop like being sassy. We need a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, by the way, freaking Jason. God, oh what a God. J- seeing Jason, like honestly, his death was too quick for me. Put the Letterman jacket away, you piece of shit. It's like, quite frankly, I think his death was a little. I, I wish his death was a little slower. Quite frankly, I wish you were tortured. No, dude, he sucked. But like, I and, like the same thing happened with Max. So those are really my main issues: is that mm-hmm. dra- it, they absolutely halt the dramatic tension when they make these kind of decisions. Sure, we need to see what happens in season five because there's a possibility that they're doing something different with Max. And the reason why is because... Allegedly. um, Allegedly, yeah, possibly. But the only reason why I think that is because when Elle trying to look for Max, she Mm -hmm. couldn't find her. Right. um, In, like, her kind of, like, dark place kind of thing. So there's that. And, yeah, so I like... The thing is, those issues that I had... And I also do agree that they could have shaved some of the fat off. Oh, yeah. Cause but, so, yeah. like, uh, so I guess this no, is another fine. thing I didn't like about it. Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like, Russia could have been way shorter. Mm-hmm. Another thing that it could have been way shorter was, like, Eleven's, like, detour with the, the good doctor and the other doctor who's actually a good person, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they just have, like, this whole flashback scene. I'm just like you treaded over a lot of the same ground. Like, I feel like it could have been shorter. Like they, it's still necessary. I know, but they just took their sweet damn time with it. They, the thing is they, they there's like, Oh yeah. Move this thing all, you know, with your psychic powers. I'm like, we could have had like maybe one or two less scenes with that. Cause I'm just like, like, do we need to do all this for her to get her powers back? Like, I know it's like essential dialogue for Vecna Mm -hmm. one Henry, but it's Mm -hmm. just like, we could have just been there like a little bit faster. Because, you know, no wonder everything, uh, like, took so long with this. Because they shot a lot of stuff. and Pre-pandemic. They, they were very, very, yeah. They were also very indulgent with what they kept. <laughs> because they, yeah. really, they really should have cut some stuff out in general. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get more of what you mean. It's just right. like, I don't know. But... I like still as a whole, like I know we're just in our, so this is why we're getting our negatives out and everything. Mm -hmm. So we can talk more about positive stuff at the end here, but you know, a lot of like these issues at the end of the day for me, some of them are pretty important, Mm -hmm. but most of them, eh, you can live with, you know, I can live with them. Like I could live, I could live with it. I'm annoyed that the tension is kind of halted and I don't, believe anything's going to happen in season five Mm -hmm. um at the end or something's going to happen in season five and it's going to be awful because they feel the need to do something or kill somebody off that they quite frankly shouldn't and you know they're going to kill off the wrong person if they decide to do that um but with like kind of all that it's been like it's just like it was uh i thought it was a really good season of television so like i'll i i kind of i kind of want to talk about what i like about it real quick yeah, you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Um, I'll start. Okay. Just kidding. Um, what I really liked about it is I really liked the I really liked the suspense. I really liked the way they were stripping away the mystery mm-hmm. with um, 
uh, Nancy and Robin mm -hmm. figuring stuff out. I love that sequence when they're going to the university, mm -hmm. acting like they're college students, yeah. all that kind of stuff. That was a ton of fun. Yeah. I liked the way that the student, the kids work together mm -hmm. and they were like, okay, this stuff's happening again. I guess we're just going to get right back into it. And it's kind of just, it's, it's cool because we got to see, like we really got to see the consequences of what happened in past seasons mm -hmm. affect the kids. Yeah. And I thought that that tangential quality of it all was just so damn good. I really just was thrilled with the way that the characters dynamics were. Um, don't get me started on freaking Will and Jonathan. That mm -hmm. scene where Jonathan knows something's like upsetting Will, mm -hmm. or like he knew something was upsetting him in the car, but then he like knew something was upsetting mm -hmm. him later, and he was like telling him that he'll always love yeah. him and everything like that, no matter what, yeah. and he'll always be there for him. You know that made yeah. me think about yeah. my brother and I, yeah. and it was just like one of the, it's like one of those like really good moments, and that's just yeah. another thing to exemplify the acting this season. All of these. All mm -hmm. these kiddos were on their freaking A game, and oh, I yeah. loved it. They just did such a damn good job. I really, I really do think that these, like most of these um, kids, are going to have um, Emmys and uh, Oscars on their mantles and everything by the time mm -hmm. everything's said and done for them, because they're a, a lot of them are just plain fantastic. Yes, they are. And I am so excited to see uh, what they do. And in the future, especially. And I just, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the atmosphere of the season. I really liked having a villain that wasn't just like, I'm the mind flare. Yeah. I'm this. I like that. Is Vecna terribly complex? No. Aspects of him are kind of, Some? I guess. Not all. But he's not, he's not nothing that we haven't seen before. Right. But he still was very compelling mm -hmm. that it, we finally have a face for the um for our protagonists to be against mm. and i thought that was really cool so yeah. when i boil it down dramatic tension character work and um atmosphere and all of these things is what makes stranger things great and this season four elevated it to being right next to the first yeah. season as far as my enjoyment of it mm. so yeah what do you what did you like about it um so i'll go like everything you said um copycat well, I'm going to expand a copycat. Shut up. <laughs> um, uh, despite what I said about the Russia stuff, I really like seeing Jim Hopper. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, him doing stuff is still entertaining to me at a bare minimum. Like, I love some of his, like, little one-liners and, like, his relationship with his Russian bestie. I did like his Russian bestie. I will say that. His Russian bestie, he and his Russian... Like Joyce needs to watch out. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of tension. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> gonna do a little uh, little it arms me. treaty, if you know what I'm saying. But, uh, <laughs> um, like I call it my third leg treaty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like uh, when uh, Hopper picks up that flamethrower, he's like, "Yeah, that'll work." Like I just love his delivery, like the way he says, like puts emphasis on stuff. I don't know. It's just. It reminds me of like if like an eighties movie was made today. Mm -hmm. um, what you were saying about the tension, mm -hmm. 
Well, first of all, Vecna's make is makeup and the CGI that goes oh, along with the so makeup. Oh, good. Very cool. So fantastic. I Because uh, like you were saying, it's like, oh, no, it's the Mind Flayer. And I thought that was kind of interesting because it's not something I like or dislike, but I just kind of found it interesting because for seasons one, two, and three, I just kind of viewed like all the shit that happens in the Upside Down just kind of like an act of brutal nature. You know, that's just mm-hmm. like the way it is. Like. Mm-hmm. It's like a freak shark attack, you know. Sometimes that shit happens, like, you know, it's just like it happens that this like mo- malevolent place happened to be underneath Hawkins, Indiana, and I think now that like there's actually a grand architect behind that the whole time, where mm-hmm. it it was Vecna who started all this, sh- doing all this shit, mm-hmm. and like you know he's because I, I, at the beginning I was kind of under the pr- impression that like Vecna was like you know, a, a, um, subservient to the mind flare and like was trying to bring him back. But no, Vecna is like, he just kind of tells the mind flare what to do, you know? And like, cause isn't the mind flare maybe coming back next season? Like, I think a whole lot of stuff is coming back. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be like mind flare. I think there's going to be a new, completely different creature. Cause Mm -hmm. I know they were kind of, like yeah. hinting at things with Will's painting. Yeah. By the way, Mike really needs to just get a damn hint. But <laughs> I would say, Mike, he's trying to have sex with you. <laughs> like, I wouldn't say sex. He's trying but, to do but, cuddles and kisses with you. But like, it's like he's he's like bro, but he like. <laughs> Like, cause I don't know. Well, he probably is, cause they're older than okay, they're, I, they're older in my head, or they're younger in my head, just because yeah. of when when, um, came when, out. when that came out. So, oh, like, so, cause when I hear that, I'm just like, ick. Mm. That's the reason why, like, I cannot get over people who are weird about Millie Bobby Brown. I'm like, bros, y'all are y'all, y'all are grown She's only men. Been 18 for like, I don't, not even that long. It's like, I come on, know. it's like, come on, Drake, get away. Oh, God. <laughs> But a well, certified yeah. lover boy needs like, to yeah, it's like chill. Jonathan, tell your brother to come out of the closet already. It's getting old. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Hey, there. To be fair, it's the writer's fault. It's <laughs> true. It's true. And it's the eighties. It's kind of dangerous. It's true. Now, like the thing be... is, there's a reason why Robin doesn't want to either. That's true. And it's like a like, and you know, and that's really sad. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, at sucks. first I was very skeptical about these things because mm-hmm. I was like. These people never acknowledge their gayness. Mm-hmm. Lucas and Erica never seem to acknowledge their blackness. Mm-hmm. But Straw Hat Goofy, shout out to him if you haven't seen any of his stuff on TikTok yeah. or anything like that, um, had something really interesting to say. And just for mm-hmm. context, he's also black. And he was saying that mm-hmm. I he said that he really liked how they treated Lucas because they didn't even though they had all those racial overtones with Mm -hmm. the conflict with he and jason and everything like that yeah it's that you didn't have to get beat over the head with it right it's because there is something inherently um racist about a white man with a gun pointed to Mm -hmm. you not believing your side of the story and that's um and that's basically what's going on with it. And I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. And I really do think that um, I really do think Straw Hat Goofy was pretty on point. Yeah, that, that was a pretty that. good. It's, that was a pretty good, good analysis. Sh- like a pretty good show don't tell. Yes. Sort of thing. Like, yes. Yes. Like they didn't. Like they didn't do some stupid monologue. Aha! 
another white guy with a gun pointed at an innocent black man. Or like, or if um, like Jason was like, listen here, blackie, I don't believe you. What's a Vecna? Listen here, melanin. <laughs> melanin. I would, that would be hilarious if somebody walked up to me. It was like, hey there, melanin. I'd be like, what? Pardon? Super confusing. <laughs> I would be like, we all have it. it like, I just happen to have more. <laughs> I, should I be offended? I was like, I, this, this, that's, um, a, that's a very odd diss. That's a weird thing to say. But, um, like, I, I think, I know a lot of people didn't like Erica last season. I didn't I, like her that much either. But I, I think love, Erica was better this season. I love too. Erica in both seasons. I don't know. Y'all are just mean. Well, okay. I, Y'all I'll, just don't let kids be kids. Maybe I'm just being like, like the angry. Goodness. Like maybe I'm being like the you know typical SJW. You are always mad about everything. Okay, but, no, not SJW. I didn't know that's what you were gonna say. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's not you. Typical white guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like I don't know. Like, do okay as someone who's black, Corey. Mm-hmm. Is the trend of a sassy black character played out? Yes, but at the same time, with Erica, like, with Erica. Or is that just because she's Lucas's sister, not because she's black? I think it has a lot to do with the fact that she's Lucas's sister. Okay. And the fact that Lucas is kind of dumb sometimes. And he'd be kind of (laughs) stupid. Like, like Lucas. Like plugging Coke in the middle of a (laughs) very tense situation. (laughs) Like, Lucas has his moments. And she's a really good foil to Lucas. True. Her being as intense and quick-witted mm-hmm. and Lucas being more on the simpler side. Like, because Lucas isn't dumb, but no. he's just more average as yeah. far as his aptitude and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, he doesn't pick up mm-hmm. on things that should be more obvious. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, none of the boys do, really. No. The only ones, who, the only one who does is Will. Uh, yeah. But with, like... All and, that with all Mike the, before he turns stupid. That is also true. And then with all that, like, kind of said, I think that Erica makes sense because, mm-hmm. like, Erica makes sense because I think, like, I have a sister who mm-hmm. is not necessarily exactly like Erica, right. but when she was younger, she definitely was a lot closer, probably. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where it is like, like, sure, there's that stereotypical uh, nature of things, but at the same time, they're I think it would be something if they like gave her like a really really thick weird accent mm-hmm. that nobody actually has just and like if they the... like and if they like had her like doing certain things that just wasn't accurate to like the time a, like a really prominent mm-hmm. no yeah even though she kind of had that anyways That's but it's like I still thought like I still didn't find it stereotypical or anything. Okay, but I guess if I you don't, don't find it as bad, then maybe I don't know. Because I've <laughs> so, seen like a couple of like black creators who are just like, yeah, it's a little stereotypical. But I guess know, it's just different from person to person. No, and that's what I'm saying is because they can have those opinions. Yeah. Because if you like black people are not really like a monolith. No, it's not it's like true. we all. It's not like we all have the same thing, mm-hmm. or like it's not like we all have like the same exact views on everything. Right. There's stuff that we agree on, stuff that we disagree on. Yeah. Yada yada yada. Here, you know, here and there. Um. But with that said, as far as like I go, um. I would have liked a little bit more out of the Sinclairs in general. Yeah. And I think they're doing a better job of that because yeah. straight up in the first season, we didn't even know his parents existed. We no. did not even know anything about him. So it's like, okay, so I guess Lucas's family just yeah. doesn't exist. But yeah, like, um, cause I yeah. kind of liked how, like when, uh, like when the, uh, what's the fucking ringleader, uh, basketball player's name again, Jason, Jason, like when Jason's just like, 
the Hellfire Club is a cult of Satan, and like everyone leaves, and like like the Sinclairs are just like looking at like Nancy and uh, <clears throat> looking at Nancy and Mike's parents, mm-hmm. and everyone they're just like, oh fuck, <laughs> like I kind of like that. Like, it's just, like, you can kind of, like, read the tension between... And Nancy like, and Mike's dad was being a freaking pinhead. Oh, oh yeah, well, arrest him. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well, let's let it happen. Let these kids learn a lot, you know. God. I just love how, like, so of the time he feels of, like, suburban, ignorant dad kind of thing. Um, I guess to keep listing off stuff I liked, uh, going back to Vecna real quick, uh, his audio cue with that clock sound it's so good so great like it reminded me of um the audio cue for prowler in into the spider-verse i like that but the the, the the just like that ticking clock being like distorted into like this hallucination i thought was really cool and really unique like it's the most off put i felt in stranger things since season one like, like his like it can literally jump up at like it's it's like an audio jump scare in a way where it's just like oh shit, you know like because uh, like you know clocks chiming has been used to like you know into you know uh, just kind of give that impression of impending doom but it's just like yeah this is impending doom like this is this is like a net the, the, the clock is not impending the clock is inevitable doom <laughs> basically or it's just like oh fuck you know like like it's very eerie sounding like there's a reason no one has them in their homes anymore it's like boom, like yep i Gosh. can never be around any of those again I'm still convinced that the counselor lady is is up to something she is an she has to she has to she's, she's, she's an acolyte of vecna Maybe honestly, she's also very attractive. So yes, she is. I would let her counsel me any day. Hey, what's up? See, so like, yo, baby, let me see some grandfather clocks. Hey, oh. <laughs> say less. Come on, come on, girl. It's like you know, <laughs> my racist brother died too. <laughs> we had, we had, we we. I think we have like a section of every podcast where we just randomly thirst. Yeah, that's <laughs> where true. it's like where it's just like ah yes I <laughs> ah yes I am horny. <laughs> you gotta appreciate you gotta you gotta appreciate beauty. But mm-hmm. hey, the thing is, at least we're not like at least we're not like those other male-driven podcasts that are way worse. No, <laughs> like some that are just like yep. And this is reason eight hundred and fifty-two why women just don't deserve to drive. Let's get into it, guys. Oh my God. <laughs> like that's God. It's like that one episode from season two of Harley Quinn, where it's just like <laughs> where the guy was wearing Harley Quinn sucks. Have you like watched it? No, no. It's like I reviewed every episode on Letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> what I can't get over is like how he was wearing like a like for at least the, the Snyder, Snyder cut, cut shirt. TV shirt. <laughs> Good. I can't get over that. Uh, season three, that's coming soon too. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I I would be down to talk about that too, even when yeah. it comes out. It's a, it's a fun show. It, it is but, a fun show. But um, you said other things I liked. Um, I liked how they kind of continued expounding upon the upside down. Just like oh, the upside down kind of like has 
for whatever reason, has been like frozen from change ever mm-hmm. since uh, Will was first taken. God, Will Byers, you're always causing problems. <laughs> um, like, I kind of liked how, I don't know, I kind of, I don't know, maybe I just wish, like, because, like, I think I see a weakness that I'm starting to notice is, like, they have to remove Eleven from the action to make it, you know, more tension-filled. Because, like, yeah. if Eleven's not there, they're in danger. But, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, if uh, Eleven's there, like, you know, no worries. We, we got our, you know, we got our Jedi girl here who can yeah, fix the problem. Exactly. But, because I, I, I wonder how they're going to do that. And, like, because... They fucking they fucked up Vecna pretty good. Like, what's he gonna do this time to like? Because they were gonna. He was, by all accounts, should be dead. But I was like, what is he gonna do next time? Is like, not get shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Like, I I find that interesting. Also, maybe I need to rewatch season three. Mm-hmm. But was Robin being clumsy a thing before? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Her being quirky and kind of clumsy was like a thing in general. Well, yeah, but I didn't think it was like it was just. This like, probably wasn't as big of a thing. Yeah, like it was like quirky was the thing, but like not specifically clumsy. Does yeah. that make sense? So I was like, "Have you always been clumsy?" But yeah. no, because I was kind of wondering that too. Because yeah. I knew she was, but I didn't know if it was as yeah. like crazy. But I I do need to kind of do a full Stranger Things rewatch. Yeah, at least before season five comes out, which you know I have time. <laughs> you have two whole ass years. Exactly. Um, I guess another thing I have not issues with, just more so questions, <laughs> is are they going to do a love triangle thing with Steve, Jonathan, and Nancy? Oh, they're 100% going to do that. Like, are they just going to be broken off off screen? Are they going to... Because... Uh, no, I'm know, pretty sure they're going to be I'm pretty sure they're going to start still dating. Yeah. Like, but then something's going to happen. I want Steve to be happy, but damn it, Jonathan deserves some happiness. too. Jonathan does deserve happiness, too, but he's just kind of wishy washy. Yeah, because I, I, like I feel like Jonathan is so like, you know, uh, Matt, like a uh, what's the like the master of none, but like, a you know, like the good at a lot of stuff, but master of none. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's he's not like, you know, he's like, you know, he smokes a lot of weed with his uh, surfer pizza buddy <laughs> who I got to say, sometimes he's really funny. Sometimes he gets kind of old. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him like a B plus. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked him a lot at the beginning. But he's he kept, so funny. Though. As he kept going, I was just like, OK, he's still how is he still high? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he's that's just perma. He is what you call perma high. You like, never had any of those in your high school. Anybody no. who was permanently high. Gosh, no, there's some who got close, but we are kind of small building. Oh, that's true. That's true. I graduated with the class of 48. (laughs) Oh, always so fun. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, no, like, uh, I I found him enjoyable. I think his thing with like Susie's sister was actually really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, then, what was I going to say? Like, yeah, I just like, cause Jonathan's like, cause like Jonathan was almost kind of like the voice of reason with Mm -hmm. like, you know. He's like super in the weed stoner friend, but he's just like the, I don't know, like casual stoner, if that makes sense. Yes. Like if that guy's an enthusiast, Jonathan's just like an enjoyer, if that, if that makes sense. But Mm -hmm. because Jonathan's just like, oh, I have to, mom's not here right now. And there's a bunch of like paramilitary men 
and also our house is being invaded by the U.S. military. Like, mm-hmm. I think the thing that I don't like the most is like the U.S. military is constantly like, "Where's the doctor's pet monster? You Let's know? murder some Where, children. Where's Eleven? You know? Let's kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to the U.S. government is back to the villains. <laughs> um, it's almost like they already were. <laughs> but not Maverick, though. Maverick would never. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, their connected universe is fun back. <laughs> but, um, no, it's like, I think it's really cool. I think that, like, I don't know, like, mm, Eleven having, like, the Neo powers to bring back Max, I'm kind of on the fence about, like, because they, it really depends on how they handle it. It's weird. Yeah, because like if it's she's weird. like permanently like altered because of it, mm-hmm. maybe. Because my thing is like they like ended Vecna before she like died, so I guess she could have been like this. The trauma of it stopped her heart, but mm-hmm. like so she wasn't like beyond saving. So like if had someone been there with a defibrillator, maybe she would have lived anyway, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Although your legs bending like that, it's probably not good for the circulatory system. But besides that, um, yeah, I think, I mean, maybe this is like a little bit of a critique for me, but I thought that, uh, I wish we would have seen like more of her and Lucas like, cause like, you know, I, I just hate that. Like their falling out happened off screen. I, uh, that, that was kind of a bummer. I so understand like, why it needed to happen. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I, I think one of my least favorite tropes is the, we used to date trope. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm like, Oh, fine. Whatever. Do whatever. Duffer brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I really think pretty solid season. I have my issues with it, of but course, I think it's of pretty, course. pretty good though. You know, yeah. I thought I thought it was I thought it was hella solid. Yeah. And like I'm really I'm really excited cuz I think they're I think they'll they'll stick the landing. Mm-hmm. All so. cri- all criticism aside, yeah. I think they'll do well. I don't think they're going to pull a Game of Thrones with this. I don't think they're yeah. going to um completely biff it. And if they do, it'll, it'll be sad, but at least we got four seasons of really good television. Yeah, you'll just have to give yourself a concussion to forget it. The the last one. <laughs> but yeah, with that down and out, I don't really know if I have much else to say. Oh, I did think of one more thing. What's I up? What's up? Re- mentioned from Obi Wan. Oh yeah, what's that? Uh, the last little scene with Vader and his throne is like, okay, is this Obi Wan thing bothering you? He means nothing to me. He means nothing. <laughs> I remember being like, bullshit. <laughs> sure. You're like, okay, guy. Okay, no one, guy. No one who has ever said they mean nothing has ever meant it. Exactly. Like, clearly. But I also wanted to, like, I wanted to point out something where, like, well, first of all, Palpatine's doing his little T-Rex arms. Um, no! For, uh, good for McDermott. But uh, I, I, thought, I always find it fascinating, the relationship between Palpatine and Vader, because, like, like Palpatine would always speak to Anakin and Vader as like an equal. He's just like, mm-hmm. is something bothering you, my friend? And like, he's like, he's like, he's talking to him as an equal almost, mm-hmm. but Vader still talks up to him and calls him master. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's interesting. I, I did find that. And I kind of be like, huh? I, Cause I, I know people are just so, and I am too. But like you always just a little curious about it or just like the the dichotomy of the relationships because like 
you know, but you're just it's like, oh, how do these, how do they interact? How do they feel each other? You know, like, how do they talk to each other? Like, obviously, like, Palpatine is like, you know, a peer-to-peer kind of thing or like a a mentor to a mentee where, like, Vader's almost like, yeah, you are my teacher, you are my master, you are my, mm-hmm. you are my earth and sky, bro. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, I thought that was interesting. That, that was the one bit of fan service I forgot to talk about. No, but for sure. Other than that, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. No, but... But yeah, like that was the thing is, is that um, with Obi-Wan's like attention to detail and uh, very effective, <laughs> Thor's getting into stuff, um, with very effective storytelling and everything, I just thought it was really good the way that they implemented that. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was good stuff. It's a, it a chill, chill guy. But he's a very yeah, chill, really chill guy. <laughs> chill, he's uh, goaded up with the sauce. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, thank you all for listening to the Box Office Bros. Yeah, thank I hope you. you. I hope you enjoyed this one. And yeah. Box Office Bros is out. Thank you for listening to Box Office Bros. Oh, gee, thanks, Dad. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Have a great day. And see you next time. I'm not back in five minutes. Just wait longer. And now for my next impression... Jesse Owens. Peace out. Later, Tater. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later.